mistake, you know. Yeah, shame means that that. I'm just still, my, my sheep was just, eh, it's kind of scruffy like But you were 30, 40 years. But I tell you one thing I found out a lot is how does a Christian grow? How come they still look the same or even worse than they were before? I thought to myself, God, is that how Christian life is supposed to be? I don't want to be Christian life. If that's only the way it's going to be. But I tell you, when you took it seriously and want to serve Almighty God, things will take place. Healing is going to take place. Life is going to be changed. People will be coming, going to heaven. People will be raised from the dead. And we have some of those here on earth. And I thank God for that. Because those things are taking place. When you're serious about God, when you are living for God, and you give your life, see, my life don't belong to me. It belongs to Almighty God. So no matter what COVID says, hey, 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 get out of here because I don't want to God. Okay, if I pay attention to this COVID, then the COVID's going to come near me. God says, don't pay attention to me. The Bible says in Matthew 6.33, Seek me first, the kingdom of God. You look upon me, and I will take care of the rest. Amen. I will take care of you. Amen. I'm your shield. I'm your provider. Amen. Yes, price goes up, but God says, I'm your provider. I own all the cattle on the thousand hills. I own all the gold in this universe. I own all the pearls. The one that he's going to make out of the pearl gates, right? He says that that's who God is and that you are mine. So as a Christian, I look out and I, they're still the same. We don't change. We get bored of church, right? How many of you got bored at one time? I did. Because it doesn't happen, nothing was happening to me. But when I look back on it, there's a lot of things I was feeling. I fell out of the car when I was going about 55 miles an hour. And God saved me. I was really torn apart. And the vehicles fell on me on my neck and almost probably broke it. But Jesus was there. My parents says, in the name of Jesus, we command it to restore. Amen. And out of they put towels and pillows around me. I was like all tied up so they won't move around. You know, the first thing we see, they see God. I didn't realize that at that time. But I was healed from that. I have no problem. So if I look at me and you go around me, my face will probably go all the way around like <laughs> But I'll tell you what I'm saying. God, when God heals you, He heals you 110%. Not somewhere in between or halfway there. As far as you're on the way, it's Yes. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know where that came up. 
it is a great joy to guide the people and to <laughs> how to grow as a Christian, how to grow nearer to Christ. It is a joy to tell you who my God is. It is a great joy and confidence to know that God is a healer, God is a savior. <laughs> well, we must know the rest of the story. <laughs> the more we do as a family, as my child, I keep my kids in a part of it, they see what God is doing. I let them see the God's word that what God is doing. So when they praise from here, they mean it because they see it. We should all be like that with our children. I'm not saying I'm great at it, but I'm just doing what God says. I miss it. Yes, I will miss it. Times I will miss it. But they see how God is working. How lives are changing. And um, But I thank God that my wife and I and my children, we enjoy others when, when they serve God. And we want to even encourage them even more how mighty God we serve. And we should be a different uh, Christian from yesterday to, and then tomorrow, be more, you know. As a pastor, I realize a lot of the Christian people and born-again believers have not grown in deeper into their faith and, and, and live a abundant life. You know, you should live abundantly. You should not be lacking, you know. Even though, uh, how many of you went to Black Friday? I went out there, it was a bride Friday. I said, Lord, this is a bride Friday. And I went out there, but I said, you know, I was, I was not wanting anything. I shall not want. I just, I want to serve God. I was at the, you put it, Angel, when we had that Bible study, I was content with who God is. And I just worship God. Yeah, nice stuff. They made, yes. Different brand, yes. Thank God they did that. But I know I have all that, so I can't. The whole thing is going to be new. But I was content with what I had. So my God is so real to me. So, some believers are feeling stuck spiritually are growing at a painful, slow pace. How are we, how are we growing? Ashikaega, do nasani santa, nichikeva. Church of Yahaneka, do dini santa. God has told me, says, our people need, your people that my sheep, they need to grow. Tell them they need to grow. That's not it. I mean, they just got a piece of my hair, that's all they believe. Why don't they just set a full, of me because I will do even more. Because I can't do more because they can't really believe and they will just be scared. They won't know me. So I have to start teaching how do we grow? Because God is so real. I say that when, when the, the dead are rising up, we better know. And then on one of these days, and the vision I had is they brought me uh, Five dead people. You know what? They all rose. But we're not ready for that. Chetty Kachi. Oh, Not the demon. 
being united. This was just like when Peter was at the door. They were praying for Peter, right? Yeah. Come on, let's get Peter out of jail. And then he knocks on the door. The little girl says, Peter's at the door. Right. He said, no, you're just young. You don't know anything. You don't, I don't even know if you know Peter. She says, Peter's at the door. And they overlooked that. So now we're at the point where God is real. Yeah. I'm telling you, and confidence telling you God is so good. And I want to, we want to talk about that. So we are just stuck in spiritual places. And we just think that because somebody is doing that, we think that's the way it is. That's probably just the way it is. So I will do it that way. If they wiggle this way, I will wiggle that way. But no, you have your own walk to do. See how God works in you. My sister dance from here. Uh, Ida comes out dancing. She's doing it to unto God. Amen. She gave by faith. She releases her faith by doing that. Mm -hmm. She dances with her heart because she wants to give to God. Mm -hmm. And she believes in by faith that that and, and, and that she will be she is blessed. She's yes. blessed already. Yes. In other words, yes. that's why she's doing this. She was, when you're blessed, you're gonna worship God. Amen. And, that's right. and uh but if she feels that she needs something, she will get up and start blessing God right. and start worshiping God. Yes. Because of doing that, is the things going to take place, the reality is going to take place. It's going to happen for her. Every morning when you remember when we say that, uh, every morning since you see God, you tell the Lord, says, I'm going to have a great day with you, Lord. Yes. You put that commandment in, you put a step on it, by the end of the day, you will still be alive and be happy. Amen. That's the reason why when we come out and say, we're like, what's up, what's up, your editors already like, so I made an agreement with, by faith with the Holy Spirit. Early this morning, I will rejoice in you. So anybody that has a long face, you need to exercise your cheeks. Again, we need to be happy to be joy because I know my God. I know my God will change the situation by because I'm praising and worshiping. Amen. 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 As a Christian, we should grow more into spiritual guidance. Christians are happy with only salvation that they have. They are going to heaven. That's all we're happy about. Sometimes it's say, I'm a Christian, so if I die, at least I'm going back to heaven. Yes, that's true. But they struggle with how to walk in their salvation, in the prison. But this present world, growth as a Christian is a common um, struggle for all of Christians, all of us. Yes, because it often looks like um, different than we expected or hoped to be. Because sometimes we feel that way. Yeah. I was I was at a time when I was like, you know, not, not happening, I don't see anything. The people that I ministered when I was young, Ministers I know, they told me not to do things. They all have a bomb backward or, or, or something. They did, some of them are not serving the Lord. Why is it? And I'm thinking, I'm still serving God. Amen. The more I found out to serve God was, oh, awesome. When I get to work, I, I say and tell you guys, some of you congregation, I tell you, just like my brother here, is sitting there. And we hug each other in front of all the people. They probably think, who is that? Because I love the sheep that God has. 
Because He is the Son of God. And I love that. And all those people that you associate with, even that word should know you, who you are, that you are God's Son, that you serve Almighty God. So, growth as a Christian is a common struggle for all of us, our Christian art. Because it often looks different than we expected or hoped for, right? And how we want it. How did you want that to be? Now, here in, in what I want to talk about is the six powerful truth about what spiritual uh, uh, guidance is going to be and it's going to look like for a Christian. So, the first one, the number one is that we will never be perfect in this life. I want you to know that. Amen. I'm not saying that you're going to be perfect. But we will never be perfect until we get to heaven and be next to God. See, one of the things is that it looks perfect. God forgive us. Because Jesus, uh, let's see, come on over here, quickly. It says, Jesus is the one, huh? right here, sir. And the spiritual proof. See, when Jesus took my sin away from me, when God looks at as powerful as he feels, he look, he don't accept sin. But Jesus was crucified and his blood was shed. Jesus covered me and my father's over there. He sees me as clean because Jesus, Jesus covered me. Amen. See, as long as you're standing there, he, he, Jesus recognized, God recognized that he, he's the one that proclaimed and set me free and I'm attached to him. See, we can't do it on our own, but with Jesus. So, we will never be perfect. If anyone had an opportunity to say how they had come in their Christian growth, the only one that I know is the Apostle James. He was known in, in church's history as Campbell. What, what do you mean by Campbell? It's not Campbell, indeed. No. But he prayed, right? He prayed. For all how frequently he prayed. Well, he did it in enthusiastically. Yet, James, even James, <laughs> Apostle Paul, <laughs> this morning she thought, I'm not like a camel. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I should go to church. Oh. The, the spirit is well in, but the flesh is weak. Because we need to set that hand in the house. I'm a chosen of Kenny's life. It's in my life. But I don't wake up like that. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. I'm glad you're laughing all that. So, even James admits that here, James 2 says, We are all struggling in many ways. Even though he prayed a lot, and he did that, but he still says that we all stumble in many ways. C.V. says, all of us do many wrong things, but if you can control your tongue, you are mature or able to control your whole life. If you're mature, man. how many of us, we know how to control our tongue? I know I can't control it but unless the Holy Spirit helps you. And if I make the wrong things, God, the Holy Spirit will not you and tell me to make it right. See, we never be, uh, so we need to be, get to in that as much as we can. 
One of the truth about holiness is the more you become painfully aware of your fails, and you will know the more you are actually grown, self-righteousness and feeling that you are good is actually bad. When you think you're good, the Bible tells us that we are actually bad because we are not perfect. Because only the Holy Spirit is perfect, makes us perfect. We need His help in order to live a righteous life. That's why the Holy Spirit is here. We cannot have, we cannot live a Christian life without the Holy Spirit. You have to have the Holy Spirit. And the only way to get that is when you're born again. The Holy Spirit moves in, in you. I, this, my, this body is a temple of God. And I have to take care of you. Sometimes my wife says, you can't have that. Really? <laughs> I can have it. But as you say so, honey, I just say this. <laughs> Don't make an argument out of it. Just let it go. Manson's. <laughs> because she's the one that makes the bread for me. Oh, she needs some food of these ladies here. And I, I've been having bread every morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Forget about myself. So, if anybody keeps saying, I, I, I did this, I did this, be very careful with that person. Don't use I. I try to use not to say I, you know, because it, it, is, it is not good for me to be with the Holy Spirit. First John 1 John 1.8 says, If we say that, uh, we say we have not sinned it, we are fooling ourselves. And the truth isn't in our heart, Matthew and Zion. Luke 18, uh, verse 9, initial. Let me read to you. Amen? Are you still awake? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being awake today. This is what Jesus, Jesus told his story to some people who, this is CEV. Jesus told a story to some people who thought they were better than others and who looked down on everyone else. Okay? Then two men went into the temple and prayed. One was a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The, the Pharisee stood over by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am, the, am really glad that I am not that tax collector. You know? I go without eating for two days a week and I give you one tenth of all my earnings. I see the use of the app. The tax collector stood off a distant and did not think he was good enough even to look up to heaven. He was so sorry for what he had done that he pounded his chest and prayed, God, have pity on me. I am such a sinner. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus said, when the two men went home, it was the tax collector and not the Pharisee who was pleasing to God. If you put yourself above others, you will not you will be put down. But if you humble yourself, you will be honored. Amen. So we cannot use I. Anybody says I. Just like a frog wants to cross 
across the big lake, you know, because frog has little arms, you know, and they have big legs, yeah, but this is a weak hand. So his buddies or those pieces or, you know, the flies, he says, let's go to the other side. And the frog says, ah, you know, how should we get, how should we take you? And then he says, um, get a stick, get a stick, he says. So he said, okay. The, the two birds grabbed a stick and they grabbed both sides and then they took off. The frog, they told the frog to take a bite on it. You bite on it and we will go across. And they were flying, going across the lake and every fisherman was looking at it and said, hey, look at them. They are smart. I wonder whose idea was that? Then the frog says, I! And he fell down. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm thankful. I think that I'm happy not because I, I because what I have told the Lord this morning that I will rejoice in you. Because you walk before me and I'm following you. You got my hand. You got me. And I'm born over there marching into church. So my wife, when I drop her off over there, because she likes to open the back front door, she said, Thank you for the ride. Amen. I, <laughs> I mean, we have fun. Okay. So, the nearer you draw to the Lord, the more you see His perfection and your imperfection. You can see that in Isaiah 6, 1 through 8. And as we grow as a Christian, we will become more aware of our sin and our imperfection when we grow. You will know exactly when you make that mistake. As you, uh, as even as Christians who are called to grow toward perfection in Christ, but will never be perfect in this life. Far from it, family. Far from it that that's going to happen. It is going to be. There is not a day of Christian life where we will not be needy for our gospel. The gospel we need. Accept this reality. So accept this reality and continue to grow as a Christian from this place of accepting because of Christ's work on the cross on your behalf. Because of what Christ did on the cross, we've got to hang and to remember that. That's the reason why that we are blessed. Number two is um, spiritual growth is often hard to see up close. You know, when we look back over the years, we see how God has um, been working in us. And I know that uh, for our life, when we grow, it was the Word of God. The Word of God made us decline. We wonder how long we have struggled with the same things that we have, we've been facing, my family and I. And then even with my sisters, and way back, I didn't. <laughs> and, and, uh, and why we can't even seem to move past baby step in our Christian walk. You know, there's baby step. There's steps. You know, during the celebration, remember I said that we won't, we're going to the next higher level. And some of you are probably here wondering, why was that? We stepped back and we made a big, bold move, right? Because we're going to another level. You go to another level. 
See, as a Christian, you should be growing. You should be growing, growing, and your behavior is going to change. You not only want what the, the world offers, but you will know what God is. And you're going to enjoy that. When I get to work, I say, awesome. I say, well, good morning. I, you know, I'll say that, yes. But I say, how are you doing? Awesome. Because I know God. Because I know my God. He is the one that's directing my path, establishing my thought, and ordering my step, right? He's the one that does it. Not on my own. Because of that, I walk on that railroad, so to speak. On that, what God has made for me. As a believer, we should change our Christian walk, our, our changing our Christian walk. We had a young man here uh, during the celebration here, right? Um, he's a tall, big guy, you know, all muscled up. And when I saw him come, he played the drums, those that were here. When I saw him, when, uh, when we, we, the kids, our, our grandkids, they grew up with him. They know they've been friends ever, ever since then. And they came here with Bryce, my other grandson, they were here, they sang the song and all that. But when I saw him, he is a big dude. He was all muscle. When he was small, when I knew him, when he was small, he was very skinny and small. He changed because he changed the way he was thinking. He was like, you got to grow. You got to grow bigger, you know, here. One time we, we talked about the uh, spirit, soul, and body, right? How the spirit man's got to grow. And that spirit man does not feed on bread or turkey, you know, or ham. That spirit man only feeds on the word of God. It comes from directly from heaven. And when we have a cat at home, they make cat food for him. He only eats those things. He won't have a mountain stew or anything like that. But the buck was made for him. How about that? So we, our spirit, our real person, that's the one that feeds on the word of God. And that's where we're going to grow. But sometimes we have our flesh rules us. Our inner life, our soul, our mind, they're the one that control us first and how we, we determine our days going to be. Family, I'm telling you, let the Spirit connect with you, yes. the Holy Spirit. When you do that, yeah. it is awesome. Right. You're talking in the supernatural side of it, not in the physical realm, because He sees the, 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 the spiritual side of it. This is how Christians grow and sometimes feel, but as uh, sometimes feel, but as we look back over the years, we can truly say, I'm not who I want I, I want to be. But thank God I'm nowhere who I used to be. I'm not used to be who I was when I was younger. And places that I wanted to go, what I used to like, I used to like the big screen and watch a movie. And a new movie come on. Uh, I didn't camp out though. Some crazy one that they camp out all the time. I said, that is really crazy. That is way off. But I never did that. I'm not used but I don't even really care about the TV. TV don't speed up. And I know, I'm not telling you to not to watch TV, but you know, and that's just me. That's just, uh, I, I, it, it's just, 
doesn't even bother me. I get nothing out of it. Sometimes I'll watch the news, or sometimes I, uh, I, I hear somebody mentioning, and I, I'll listen to that. Most of the time, I will look unto the Word of God. And sometimes I want to study how that means, and I'll dig at it. I put all the other little spikes on it. You know, you dig around, you, you, you move around. Uh, sometimes I'll take a break on it for a while, then I'll get back into it. And uh, God is so awesome. He, he's, he feeds you spiritually. See, we, He feeds you spiritually. So, when Christ comes into our life, we become a new creation in the Bible. In Second Chronicle, Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen, anyone who belongs to Christ is a new person. The past is forgotten, and everything is new. He brings us from the dead to life. In Ephesians two five says, Let me, "Let's open that." Ephesians two five. Um, let's go on. E E V. Amen. Did he change? Are you still awake? Okay. Uh, if, if you don't feel that, let me know. I'll come over there and pinch your ear. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Two five, Sean. Up on the initial. But God was merciful. We were dead because of our sin. But God loved us so much that He made us alive with Christ. And God, God's gift of undeserved grace is what we, what is saved you. So that's why we saved. And yet, we are still in this life. In this body of death, in Romans 7, uh, 24. Romans 7, 24, Shanana. Let's look at it. So you won't think that, because uh, um, uh, we have to read the Word of God. And I know that people were telling me, um, sometimes, in little uh, revival about that, they, were, they don't even read their Bible. Oh, you know, and we don't want that. Amen. Romans says that what a miserable person I am, who will rescue me from the body that is going to die? Who will rescue us? And we we always have the need to continually lay down our sin and selfishness daily at the foot of the cross. That talks about it here in Luke 9.23. We need to read all these things. And, and if we look at it, that the Word of God is so powerful that, uh, that, that He gives us these words to go by. And in Luke um, 9.23, and I let me show Amen? Amen. Amen. Don't go to sleep on me, okay? So Luke 23 says, Then Jesus said to all the people, If any one of you to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross every day and follow me. Amen. If you want to, 
to save your life, you will destroy it. But if you give your, your life for me, you will save it. Amen. See, if we give our life to Christ, He knows how to take care of our life. Amen. He will help us. If we try to do it on our own, we will destroy it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, it's, oh man, it's not a doctor. But it is easy just to go to God, the one that made us, yes, the one that created us. Amen. See, He's the one that heals us. The reason why we, uh, even though we don't deserve it, is when Jesus died for us on the cross, He paid it all for us. Amen. That we can live abundant life here on earth. Not until we get to heaven. Yeah, when we get to heaven, everything was going to be there for us. But we sure need it right now, right? Amen. So we can live that life and live abundantly. And I feel that we live abundantly because I was content with what I had. I didn't even, uh, I don't think I even bought anything on, on Black Friday because my day was bright for me. It wasn't black. Because <laughs> I was content with what God has blessed me with. And I was just praising God. So I just came home and said, I just didn't need to be in town. <laughs> well, I, you know, if you went shopping, fine. That's good. That's good. I'm not a shopper. You know, a man goes shopping, it's like they're hunting. <laughs> you know, they won't just look around and say, oh, beautiful these. When a lady goes hunting, they say, oh, this is nice. Look at this rug. It's kind of like that. It's just... Oh, this little white, this little creature, look at this, you know. And a man don't face that. He said, they're going hunting. they just going for what they want. <laughs> Boom. Okay, I got it. I got one. Now I'm ready to go home. Are you ready? So, that's how we shop. And I, that's why I don't like to just shoot around everywhere. I'm not shopping. I'm shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my kids will love that. The little ones will love me to preach. One of these days, I'll preach. <laughs> so, we look back on the years, how we, uh, we see these things. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> and we will always have the need to continue to lay down our sins and selfishness daily at the foot of the cross. Amen. You might ask yourself, why am I talking so so long to get better. You probably ask yourself, or I got prayed, I got prayed over there, I got prayed over there, I went to that church, I went to that revival, and they said, a supernatural healing power, and I will go over there. But how come I'm not healed? How come I still struggle that that thing is still on me? You know, we most of our people struggle with that. We all have, uh, with the slowness of our growth in Christ, we do not grow our faith in our faith, but often at the speed we, uh, at the speed we expected or hoped for. But it is normal sometimes when it, it is slow because you need to think about what, how you're going to grow. It is a choice. But also, it is not taught in churches too. I don't know how many of them are taught in church. I don't know. I don't know. 
But um, we, that's what we should need to practice. Yeah. When a person gets uh, uh, saved again, born again, we need to teach them that you need to grow now. You're going to have a baby. Even the Bible talked about I don't have time to get into that. We're going we're going to talk like babies. We're going to suck like a baby. And sometimes you have to be rough, you know. And sometimes you have to do that. But it's okay. We're here to do that. We will rock you. <laughs> Amen. But you have to grow. Yeah. But you ask yourself, how come I'm not healed? Yeah. I'm still hurting. I struggle. I, what is it? How come? Even the disciples did the same thing. They were struggling. How did we do that, Daniel? They asked Jesus. But one of the things is you, you fast. You fast. Sometimes you have to let go of everything in order to God to work in your life. So, right here, the beginning of it is in Matthew 6.33. Seek me first. Amen. Seek me first. And I'm telling you, I want you to write this down. Matthew 6.33. I want you to put it on your window in your bathroom. Is that where the sink is? If you go. But um, wherever you go for maybe you go to the throne first. You put it right there in front of you. That is a good place, I think. Because you, know, you can't do anything else but look straight forward, hopefully. <laughs> you read that scripture there. Seek me first, and all these things shall be added unto you. The kingdom of God is on you. It's going to help you. I want you to try that. Some of, how many of you tried that? I know that, that some said, I tried. I want you to try that. Say, God, he said, seek me first. I want to read this. Lord, I want to seek you. Help me to have my day. I want to have a good day. I want to be a blessed day. Help me to walk in the path that you want me to be. Help me to walk in the path of righteousness. Help me to understand your word. Help me to love others. You know, Help me to understand the word that you have given me. I want to understand, Lord. At the end of the day, when I go through the day, I will be blessed. I will be thinking about you. At the end of the day, the end of the day, when I come home, I will be healthy and I will be happy. All anything that goes before me through the day, but I'll be home and I'll be sound and healthy being at home again. The You're going to do whatever task that, that is come before you. You're going to be able to overcome all that and take care of those situations. You know, all the bills might fly at you and, and then their, uh, your stovepipe might fall off, the wind blow it off, but still God will provide for you. God will provide and help you along the way. At the end of the day, you will still be happy. And all in one piece. Yeah. You're not going to have bad news. I would, uh, so, and, but here it says, But seek me first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. 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 Number three is, we don't put our faith in our growth, but in the gospel. 
We don't put our faith in what our faith might do, but the Word of God. But the Word of God. We should rest on faith on our Christian road, but not, but on the gospel alone. That is God's Word. We should rest on that. That's God's Word. We need to read the Word of God. Sometimes we help people because when we put scripture, we want you to write it down. See, that will help you when you go back and you can reread that again. Sometimes you have to read it more and more and more. That same thing. Don't think that it's the same thing, you know, because uh, the more you read it, the, your spirit will start understanding that verse, and then it'll start coming. That word, that few verse is powerful as it is. It is powerful. It's got power in them. So, so, Yes, we want to grow as Christian. Yes. Yes, God has called us to grow as a Christian too. Yes, God wants to see us walk in freedom, right? And protect from the, the vast of sin and selfishness. Yes, God is working in us and helping us to follow Him more than we ever will know. So we need to pay attention to God. But still, the fact remains that we are not saved by grace and then kick our salvation by works. No. We are saved by grace and empowered by God's growth. Amen. His Word. His Word is the one that grows us. But our salvation always rests in God's mercy and grace alone. We don't work for our salvation. We work from our salvation. Amen. When we gave our life to Christ, we work from there because we're saved. We have the right to have what God has for us. You have the right to be healed. You have the right to live in abundance. You have the right to get blessed. You have the right to ask God for blessing. You have the right to ask God to help me with this finance. I can't deal with it. You have the right to ask anything of your father so he can help you. You have that right. You have that authority. So, but um, here we don't work from our salvation. We work from our salvation. It's all because of Jesus. You can see that in Ephesians 2, 8 and 10. So, let's go to Ephesians 2, 8. Let's go over there. I'll just read it. Amen. Time's flying. Oh, man, I'm enjoying this. I don't know if you are, but I am. I am. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You know, um, I always say that if you have struggled on Hashim, you get stuck on it. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I got people that will answer those things for me. I have Brenda here, I have my wife here, I have Pastor Arnold here, I have Frida right here, and then we have uh, Verna, and then we have Pedro. Then we have Jack sitting back there. You can ask one of them. One of them is going to give us an answer. Mm -hmm. But if we don't get an answer, we'll go to God and ask him. Amen. Uh, then we can ask him. You can ask him on your own too. So, oh, okay, let me get back over here. 
today. Amen. Because it changed. You were saved by faith in God, who treat us much better than we deserve. This is God's gift to you, and not anything you have done on your own. It isn't something you have earned, so there is nothing you can brag about. God's plan for us is to do good things and to live as He has always want us to live. This is why He sent Christ to make us what we are. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And there's more scriptures, but I just come for the time's sake. I want you know go here. And number four is God will always continue His work in us to help us grow as a Christian. God will always continue His work in us to help us grow as a Christian. Amen. We're going to grow. God is often doing more than we realize in our, in our growth. He wants us to follow Him more than we ever want to. He is at work in our life to enable and empower us to trust and obey Him. That's when you trust and obey God, that's your confidence in Him. When God does something, uh, let's just say that if somebody says they're going to do something for you, you, they did it, or they always do, are you going to trust that person? Yes. yes. The same way, if we know that God confidently knows to heal other people, you're going to start trusting Him more. You're going to believe Him more. Pretty soon, you're going to step back. I know you got it, Lord. But I will say in the name of Jesus, be healed. That's it. It's not our business if God really did. God, you really did. You, you said you were do it. But we're not the one that healers. We trusted God. When God says that, and His Word says that, and He, you do it, you do what He says, and lay hand on the sick, and they, re, they will recover. It's not your business how they will recover. See, you just express what God's word was. You move the, the, the Lord's word and those things take place. See, sometimes we don't see God more unless we're hurting or in pain or and the content that we pay attention to our Father. And I have, I know so many people do that. The only time they want to uh, praise God or to pay attention and ask for something is why, why, why until you get there? Because we're not walking with God. Yeah. We can avoid a lot of these things. Yeah. The other day we had, uh, the Bible study we had, a lot of people are sick. It's not because they have a problem in their life. It's because they don't understand the Word of God. So they're depressed. They have anxious feeling. They do that. And it causes you know, dysfunction in their heart or in their lungs or whatever. And, and a lot of the sickness are those here. So, but we need to get away. We need to learn how, how, to, how God can uh, to trust Him and obey Him. We have a big part to, to play. But God is playing most important parts in our life. In Philippians 1.6 says, I am certain that God who begins the good works within you will continue His work until He is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. 
Jesus Christ's return, we're headed that way. We see all the signs that are out there now that are happening. It is the sign that Jesus is coming soon. Amen. We are there. And I'm, the more I'm getting closer, I feel that I'm getting even bolder. Yeah. It don't matter what anybody thinks of me. I'm going to shout from the top of my lungs to tell people get saved. Amen. Because I don't want nobody. Amen. If I really love the people, I won't speak the truth. And turn from the give the people a chance. Because when I leave this, when God tells me to go now or the rapture takes place, I can't tell them. But now is the time. So always remember that you are not only working to follow closely to, to Christ and obey his command. Be encouraged that he, he is continuing his work in you as well. Number five is, I'll speed it up here. You're second gear now. Follow Jesus is a beautiful thing. Lifelong process, not one and done moment. It's not, it's just one time I gave my life to Christ, that's it, I guess I'm in. That's not it, you need to grow. You know, when you work out, just like the young man says, he's a big guy now. I know he's lifting heavyweights, arms. When he lifts arms, uh, you know, one time you did okay. Woo! Don't you feel it again. You want know, just just a bone day after that he did it. But you work at it, you work at it, you work at it. It grows, family. It's painful, but it grows. Follow Jesus as a commitment for life. A life filled with an incredible amount of joy and peace. Amen? Amen. Smile? You have joy? Amen. You have peace? Hallelujah! Sometimes you need to sit on your benches. Anybody that don't smile, you go in front of them and smile. <laughs> I don't know what you Because they won't smile. You're crazy, no? It's okay. You're crazy for God. For crazy, crazy friend. It's good to have. It's good to have another Christian that's so happy and joyful and talk about the Word of God. Because that's the one that's going to rub you hard and be so good in God. You need to be among the people that are Christ-like. Uh -huh. And you need to be just like um, Mark Higgins is a good yeah. place to be. Yeah, Rub on him. Right. You're going to laugh all the time. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So it's not a one-time done moment. Yes. We pray in a prayer. Prayer is receiving Christ. is only the beginning of life drawing closer to God. Sometimes we say we pray Monday morning, I mean, uh, Monday evening here we pray, thank God for those prayer words that are here. We rub each other's out. I mean, we don't, don't come to us. We're out going to get my, my shoulder rubbed. No, it is in the word of, <laughs> we don't put out a massage chair and start rubbing on somebody. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the word and what we mean. We pray together in one accord. Because of that, a lot of people are getting saved. A lot of people are healed. 
when you just speak the word of God. Because you don't have, sometimes you don't even have to go to that person, that person to be healed. You can just send the word. You can just send the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus and your power. I pray for that person that's asking for prayer to be healed. There's a lot of uh, calls from other states across the country saying that, pray for us, pray for us. A young lady was in, uh, uh, had a stroke this past week. Las Cruces. She sent the word back. Says, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. See how important God is. How important Monday night prayers are. Because it affected way up there Las Cruces. And the healing took place. See if you obey the word of God. And honor the word of God. These things will take place. So. There is a mature, maturing process in, in the life of believers, similar to a child growing up to adulthood, okay? The Bible speaks of this, of the immaturity of Christians. Growing to Christian maturity takes a lifetime to, of submitting to God and His Word and His process in our lives, okay? We don't ever... You know, thinking of our growth is slow, that it will never really happen. Keeping, keep falling hard after the Lord. Ah, Zaka, ah, Zaka to follow God. Ah, Zaka, you make that decision. Keep getting, keep getting back up and obey God. There's a, there's a guy over at work, um, um, we do this dragon cable and their power cable, there's about that big. Young Steve Ako used to reconnect that electrically and uh, reconnect to that drag line. When he walked around, we got to move it around and we used to do that. And this electrician, um, he's a, another little guy, he's really crazy, funny. Um, I had the guys that are kind of big and strong. Then I had the machine that will pick it up and carry it across the road on the other side. But he said, no, 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 no. Let's just grab it and we're going to run with it. Okay. Uh, that's a long ways from here to that driveway. That's a long way and that thing's heavy. Then we said, okay. he knows it's heavy. And he thought, he thought, well, I'll get, he got in the middle. And these guys, they know how heavy that is. So it's a one-time deal, and quickly we won't run with it. So he was standing in the middle. Good thing his helmet was strapped down on his face and his safety glasses. And then when that thing came out, he, ah, and then he, he got his strength to it. And here, it, when it went out to here, it just picked him up. And those guys, they took off with it. And I was, I was standing right here, and I said, hey, this is just moving like nothing. And they took off. And here, he's the one in the middle. He grabbed it, and here, it, it just picked with him. The whole team with him. And his hand was like this, he went face forward. Leave it into the brown gravel. The hard head went all the way on his And his head was just scraping like this. Stop, stop, stop. Instead of the guys just slowly stop, they just dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped. 
man, we might broke his neck. I said that in Spanish. I was worried, you know. Oh man, what are we doing to him? Spanish, we did it. Cut out. Oh, it was real dusty. And then we asked him, this is what he said, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Man, are you doing okay? I go on and then when he gains his conscience, you know what he says? When a cowboy falls up, he gets back up. <laughs> That's how Christians should be. Be cowboy Christian. When you start falling, fall up, get back up, get back on that. Don't be a wimpy cowboy. <laughs> Proverbs 24, 16 says, even if good people fall seven times, they will get back up. They will, but when trouble strikes the wicked, that's the end of them. Yeah. The, Bible. the good news is that we can slowly see spiritual growth in our life. Growth is love, uh, humble, trust, and obedience. It is the work of God in us. Allows God to work this in our in you over the course of months and years. And don't forget to look back on all He has done for us and rejoice. We praise God. At one time my wife and I we had a heart. We had no money. But today, I look back on God has blessed so much. Hallelujah. We don't need Amen. to content with what we have. Amen. We don't lack any Amen. money or food Amen. or whatever. We don't lack. And all my family, if I need a minister, there's one right here. Amen. I don't have to look way across the East Coast to see if I can find one. They're right here in front of me. Amen. And they're very good teachers. And I thank for all those ministers that are following me. They're pushing me along. And uh, I just thank God for that. I look back on those things and I rejoice. So number six, I'm ending. So always keep working to follow Jesus, okay, family? Always keep moving yeah. to follow yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Because you don't get there, you don't be muscles. Yeah, I didn't know. In faith. You will have the power of the, I'm doing this so you can remember it, okay? So that you will remember the word of God is power in you. Your scrounging spiritual being will come strong. Okay? How God is so good. A wise Christian knows that the spirit is wealthy, but the flesh is weak. In Matthew 26, 41 says, an EV says, stay awake and pray that you won't be tested. You won't do, you, you want to do good. I mean, you want to do what is right, but you are weak. That's what the Bible says. But we need the Holy Spirit when we grow. And they, and they will always be weak as long as they are here on earth. So they make no provision for the flesh. 
Romans uh, 13, 14 says, Let the Lord Jesus Christ be as near to you as the clothes you wear. Amen. See, Amen. God can be closer to you right. than the clothes right. we wear. That's, right. That's what the Bible says. Then you won't try to satisfy yourself.